Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. On this episode of Topic Thunder, we have a very special dad bracket. We have ranked 64 dads, and now we are going, uh, dads from TV shows, I should say, and we ranked them in our final segment of the day. It got contentious. Arguments were had. Arguments uh, were made. Many, will be made. We had uh, some teaming up. To, for, for Gloves the, come off. Gloves come off. There were some uh, rivalries and um, allies formed. It got very strange. Uh, but very good at the same time, so tune in for that. But before all that, we talk about the most recent NBA news, Kyrie Irving's uh, very interesting conference call. The NBA changes date, so stay tuned for that. It's a very important date change. Uh, so we've got all that and, coming uh, up. And uh, how much life you lose when you sleep. How much life you lose when you sleep. Very important Egg information. Right. Very important information for you to hear. Uh, as uh, we just want to remind everybody listening on iTunes, if you could please leave a five-star review and a positive comment, we greatly appreciate it. We have a new YouTube channel, the Thunder Digest, where we post the video podcasts of each episode. So be sure to check that out if you haven't. We'll post that before the podcast comes out. And you can find us on Twitter at OKC Topic Thunder, uh, where you, all of our content lies in the internet. So with that, let's hit the show. Do it. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Topic Thunder. I am your host, Matt Tierney, and today I am with three lovely gentlemen. First up in Seattle, we got Steve. Hey, Steve. Hey, guys. I'm so happy to be on the podcast. You say that like every time. And I'm always so happy. And I time. believe you every time. <laughs> and up next, we got Dylan. Dylan's in Kentucky. Dylan, what are you doing? Uh, I, I'm just sitting here, man, just chilling out. Got the kids to bed. Uh, just want to let you know if you sleep eight hours every night, if you live to be Dang. 70, then um, you lose 23 hours of – or 23 years of your life to sleep. So there you go. Thank you for that. I, <laughs> I guess that – okay. I, I didn't do the math in my head. All right. Uh, next up, we got Alex in the great state of Oklahoma. Alex, what's up? What up? What up? It's glad to be here. Heck yes, I, gentlemen, need to start this podcast with some incredibly important news. Some breaking news from Woj last week. The date of the current NBA restart in Orlando has changed. It was going from July 31st and it is now earlier. To July 30th. Quietly earlier, I think he said. Slightly earlier. Sleep for eight hours, then it actually gets here. Faster. 
July twenty. The July third. <laughs> that, that's true. There's there's yeah. science to that. Skip a third of each day. Everyone sleep eight Dylan, hours a day. How much sleep are you advocating for? To be clear, I'm a nice seven hour sleeper. Yeah, six to seven is what I shoot for. Yeah, you know, just if growing I don't get up, six, I'm pretty like useless. Eight. But eight is ideal. Yeah. Wow. I don't believe that yeah. bogus. Like eight, everyone happen. says eight hours, but like who who everyone's different. No, so I can I can I can function just fine off of four. That's four. what I that's Dude. that's what I Ugh. that's what I normally do in gross. whenever pre corona. So that's gross. what I basically did on weekdays was function off of four hours of sleep. Well, gross. Alex and Roy are both four letters, so four is like wired into your brain. There you go. Yeah, yes. that's exactly how that works. Yep. Wow. There's no, a lot of other four letter I, words too. I, I didn't say I was. Com- I didn't say I was completely <laughs> so, functional. So Huntsinger is like what ten. Yeah, so I do not like, get ten hours of sleep. Ten hours of sleep. Yeah, Sounds forget like, that. That don't happen. Yeah, it's not working. Yeah, that's the breaking news from Woj. That was the biggest news until um, Thursday evening, and then uh, things got a little dicey. Um, Kyrie Irving, flat earther himself, a flat earther. He's on his flat soapbox again, uh, and he basically. Set. I don't know if that's a thing. If, that, if you, a flax soapbox is probably just a piece of cardboard. Soap but you want it to be. Well, to be you want flat. it to at least be level. Yeah. yeah. Why do they call it a soapbox? Like, I don't know what a soapbox because is. Because soap used soap, soap, soap used to come in big boxes. Apparently, yes. Oh. I guess. Yeah. So you can I mean, stand up higher than people. It's just what they had. Yeah, for for politicianing. But why not like a stool? Stools are way before anything stools are like really high then you lose your balance and fall off to your knee you're higher you can your thing you say is more important it's not stable though you can tumble right off of one of those things it's a fair point anyway like i I wonder i wonder if the if the term soapbox was used before soap actually became a thing Mm. but what was what what was so so oh are you saying like chicken before the egg like soap Something like that, yeah. Like, soap was named because of the soapbox. That's interesting. I actually think soapbox is what the elderly refer to the television because that's how they watch their soap operas. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know whether to believe you. I don't know. Dylan's giving mm. a lot of strange facts today. <laughs> uh, I'm full, man. But yeah, Kyrie. <laughs> Kyrie is on his. Apple cap. <laughs> that's exactly. Kyrie's on his on his BS again. Um, not really BS. I mean, it was some valid points, but basically he's like concerned that restarting in this Orlando bubble might detract from the social issues that we've been dealing with. And I, I definitely get where he's coming from. Um, but I think there's also a way you can have both at the same time like you can still start the nba which is still what everyone in the nba for the most part wants to do while also maintaining your platform um to talk about social issues but again i understand what he's saying it will kind of distract from that because we have nothing else to talk about except for this right now that that almost makes no sense to me because it's not like it's not like somebody's gonna be like Oh, the NBA's the NBA's on. Let's all go home and watch the game. 
Mm-hmm. Like if this, you know, if this if, if this still goes on July 30th, the people who are protesting are still going to be protesting. Like it's not, you know, and it's not like like if you have if you have entertainment for a couple hours, like it doesn't take away from the message, I don't think. And if there if there's been any if there's been any league out there that has, you know, pushed, you know, the 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 African American experience forward has been the NBA. You know, because the NBA, for the most part, has never had to had a real issue, you know, recently, last 30 years with, oh, you know, we have to put a clause in our hiring thing to make sure that, you know, enough candidates of of other than white are being hired or the NBA has always been very culture forward, I guess. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know, I, I, I think it takes away a little bit from that, from from an al- from an ally that you may have as far as the NBA goes. Yeah, I, I think, honestly, you know, LeBron, for instance, is like one of the guys that came out and was like, I think we can make just as big – like just as loud of noise in Orlando that we can, you know, going out and protesting and stuff, if not bigger, because – I mean, you're going to have all those eyes on that TV. I'm sure they're not going to be, you know, they're not going to be there protesting, but they're going to, they're going to be watching them. They're going to be seeing what they're doing. And like, you know, you have the chance. You could raise a fist. You could take a knee. I mean, post-game interview. I, I mean, I don't know how they're handling that. I'm sure they're going to have some way they're interviewing the players, but post-game interview, I mean, you know, they could address those issues in the time. Like there's, there's multitude of ways that, you know, your voice can still be heard. And I, I don't know. I just, I just think it's weird to th- for Kyrie to think that America is so one-track minded that basketball is coming back and everything else is just by the wayside. Uh, yeah, I agree. Um, Steve, I, I would like to get a comment from Ray, if you wouldn't, if you wouldn't mind. Uh, Ray, do you have anything to say about Black Lives Matter? No comment. Was no comment. That that was deep. That was her deep. silence. Yeah. Her silence is interesting. Her, it's, it speaks volumes. It does. Wow. Well, uh, yeah, we just had a little uh, uh, guest appearance from Ray Dolan, um, one of the <laughs> the junior members of our crew. Uh, and and uh, yeah, interesting take, uh, Steve. What? Uh, hopefully, you have a different opinion about this uh, this whole Black Lives Matter. Well, I guess I do. I do see where he's coming from. Just in that, I mean, I don't, I don't know how many of the people listening right now follow me on Twitter, but my Twitter page has switched up a little bit in recent weeks. Um, and I can't say definitively that that's not because I haven't had any basketball to tweet about. You know, I guess that's probably mm-hmm. a factor on some level. Um, I do think, as you guys have said though, that the the impact of the players having their faces on TV for three months has the potential to add a lot of weight to anything they say rather than, I mean, we've seen certain players, right? Like uh, Russell Westbrook. We've seen Dennis Smith jr. Mm -hmm. um, Just off the top of my head, uh, Jalen Brown, very uh, Trey young, right. Participating in these protests actively. Um, And that's, that's good. That's good to see. I just, wonder whether or not it's more useful for them to be on TV and maybe dedicating part of their pregame postgame comments to the subject. Um, right. And it's hard to know. 
But right. I, I don't totally hate what Kyrie's saying. I just am not sure if he's right or wrong. Yeah. It doesn't help either that he's a known uh, conspiracy theorist. And, you know, that really, I mean, obviously it's it's the message, not the messenger, but you still, it doesn't, it doesn't help. And uh, I think that's part of the reason why he's getting dragged so much. But I kind of feel like a lot of that is not um, uh, appropriate for the, what he's saying. Like, I think it's totally legitimate and maybe he just is not, um, I don't know, not at, not seeing things correctly. Maybe things are going to go a totally different direction, overthinking it perhaps. But um, I yeah. get, I get the the thing I was, the example I was thinking of recently was this Palmdale um, situation where some someone was killed in Palmdale, and Paul George has been pretty active about it on Twitter because that's where he's from, and I'm sure even if he was in the playing right now, he would still tweet about it and he'd still be informed about it. But part of me wonders that if, you know, if this was in like the finals, this would about be about the time this was happening. um, Would he be as on uh, locked in to that situation? And that's right. I I think that's an interesting question to ask. Um, So there is that validity to what Kyrie is saying, but, I think as all of us are saying here, it's, I think it's still possible if you're back on camera and a lot of people are watching you because everyone wants basketball to be back. You can use that platform as a way to parlay what you're doing now into, you know, the same, same type of issues you want to discuss. And I would also like to mention that Kyrie did say a few other things. One of which was like, there's only 20 of us that are getting paid and they're trying to divide us and you guys don't have a voice and it's like well you're like you're getting paid which he acknowledged but Mm -hmm. you have the power Mm -hmm. to change that you know like nobody made you sign that max contract if you're trying to stand up for the people on minimum contracts just like give them some of your money man i don't know that that bothered me like well did you see the post from uh, free agent he took away cap space from the net so they don't have money to sign anybody else so did you see the post from uh, from Austin Rivers? No, I did not. Mm-hmm. So basically, Austin Rivers is saying, "Look, you know, I, I get what Kyrie is saying, but the NBA coming back means that those, you know, that ninety five percent of the NBA, or that you know, that ninety eighty five percent of the NBA that isn't making thirty million dollars a year, isn't making forty million dollars right. a year, you know, they get paid, and and these guys need paychecks. These guys need." You know, and they know that if no, if you know, if you're not playing, you're not going to get paid because there's no avenue for, there's no avenue of, there's no revenue coming into the team for them to pay you. Um, yeah, and I'm, and just this season aside, right? Like we're talking, I don't know, we're talking maybe like a hundred grand for these minimum guys to come back and play for three months. I mean, look they're at, only look making one point five or something, and then. And then not only that, though, you're talking about reduction in the future salary cap, which only hurts the people at the bottom, right? Yeah. So, and that's what I, I don't know, McCollum it just was a pretty short-sighted thing for him to say. He said, you know, if, if they do, in fact, sit out, like the owners are going to rip up the current CBA and they're going to try right. to screw them in the long run in the next uh, upcoming uh, agreement. So, you know, there's, there's other players that – 
you know, while social and social injustice is like at the forefront of, you know, this whole stand out, but like, you know, CJ McCollum said that Donovan Mitchell came out and said, I'm, I think we're going to get hurt. I think we have serious injury risk if we come back. So everybody right. has their reservations, but from everything I've heard, everything I've seen, it looks like this is still going to go on without a hitch. I mean, it just, it just seems well, like without a hitch seems, might be strong. Well, not without a hitch. I just mean like, you know, they're going <laughs> to, there may be hitches. It just seems like there's so many layers to this. That's the problem with this is that yeah, it's not a, it's not a one, yeah, it's not a one layer problem. There is a lot of, there is a ton of layers and there are a ton of voices that do need to be heard. Um, because from what I was hearing, so number one, like the NBA and all the people associated with the NBA will get tested every day, regardless of symptomatic or not. But the people that work at Disney, the people that will be cleaning the thing, the people that will be cleaning the courts or whatever, they won't be tested. Mm-hmm. And so I can see as a player, if I'm heading into a bubble, I want everybody in within that bubble to be, you know, as 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 basically clean or sterile as I am. And if you're having people within the bubble that aren't as sterile as I am, then what's the whole point of the bubble? Right. I and I do think I I think Woj made it clear that regarding people cleaning their uh apartments or wherever they're living on the Disney property, they're not gonna clean them like they normally would every day. So I think that's a benefit, yeah, but I don't know. It was it was said that they wouldn't ever be in the same room, but they would also be right. al- always distanced from the players, and they would always be wearing masks and gloves. And this is this was backed up by Keith Smith, who <clears throat> basically saved sports with his article that had this idea. Um, he was the he was the messiah of all of this. He predicted it. <laughs> yeah, and he said that this is actually that's actually standard procedure right now for cast members, which is what Disney calls all their employees. It's interesting to, I don't know what, like, are Disney employees going to be the ones cleaning the court, or is it going to be the court personnel? So, for example, uh, well, one, the one thing that the home court advantage list of advantages is, is that they get their own court, if they're home court advantage. So, who is doing that? Like, is that, I assume that's the personnel for the individual team, so that's not the Disney they never said that was going to happen, did they? I thought that was just like it being just tossed around. Oh, it's yeah. not confirmed. Okay. Yeah, no, no. Well, anyway, um, it does. It's still, the question still remains: like, is the Disney is Disney responsible for court cleaning and like the the right. small jobs for an individual? Well, I think it's important team? to say that none of this is solid yet. So, like, even yeah. the stuff where the Disney cast members aren't going to get tested or aren't obligated to remain in the bubble that's still all up for grabs. Like as, as far as I'm concerned, all of these tweets going back and forth, are just negotiating tactics. Like when people leak trade rumors, mm-hmm. right? right? They're yeah. just saying the Disney's yeah. saying, this is what we're not going to make them do. And uh, you know, but Hey, NBA, if you want to pay us a little extra, maybe we could rustle up some volunteers. And Hey, if, if, if Disney's going to have, you know, if their employees are going to be the, uh, the people that sweep the courts and the water boys and things like that. What better way to provide ad than to have them in costume? Yes. You can have, you can have <laughs> Mickey Mouse and Donald Duck sweeping the court. You can have Thor giving out water. Like mm. what better way to brand 
to promote your brand and 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 restart your your economical engine than with that so who would be the mascot of the thunder you know like in thor. college they have ma- thor. Thor, right? yeah. thor yeah that makes thor. sense it's thor thor what about thor. like uh well i i was just i that was the obvious thor. answer was like bad. milwaukee thor. milwaukee thor. is bambi yeah bambi <laughs> you got uh <laughs> uh who would the lakers be it'd be it, it'd be simba it'd be grown up simba i think like you get lebron is the king mufasa yeah mufasa interesting okay i like that clippers, clippers is... can we get like captain hook or something that's a boat Arr, right? like a yeah, that'd be good i like that'd that be good. i'm trying to think of like other big like the rockets would actually be rocket raccoon oh yeah yeah that's a good one I'm trying to think who Mickey Mouse would be, like the really original Disney characters. I mean, it had to be Orlando. Yeah, Orlando Magic. The yeah. Soldier, it, it, like it, the oh, that was the, yeah, that was the other the, thing the, I was going to ask. Is, yeah. is Orlando going to play home games still? Yeah, but there's no fans, so. But yeah. they could just, like, would they still play on Disney or would they actually play in their actual? No, their they, they play their in natural the habitat is not <laughs> in the bubble. <laughs> hmm. That's an interesting thought. Um, what was the other thing I was thinking of? Oh, Goofy speaking. That's a little. Um, it's a little transition that, well, into our next. Topic. That would be that would be the Knicks if if they were there. Goofy. Yeah, if they were there. They were there. <laughs> Goofy. Uh-huh. I like this. Yep. I was thinking yep. also on a similar topic. If we were to assign the Thunder players to, as different diff, uh, different Disney characters. I think that's an interesting. Nobody that I've seen from Thunder Media has done anything like that, but I think that's an interesting little exercise. We have to stay away from Marvel because we've done Marvel before. We have, and that's so our, Adams, we, we have an entirely new <laughs> roster. I think I think that. Danilo is Geppetto, right? He's like the only Italian Disney character that I can think of. <laughs> Geppetto is like the Pinocchio guy. What about the guy? What about the guy who served Lady in the Tramp? Ooh, well, that's Ooh, not a character. Hey. <laughs> Maybe he's just the tramp. Dude got some pipes. <laughs> and then Mrs. Gallinari is uh, the lady. This is the night. <laughs> Bambi would have been uh, Jeremy Grant. Such a beautiful night. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you did really well. Wow. <laughs> That was really well done. Thank you. I'll be here all week. Calinari. <laughs> you just see him in the back doing like leg jumps or something, doing one of his exercise videos. <laughs> Who would rat- oh, Ratatouille. Is Ratatouille? No, he's French. Mm. So he's Lou Dort. No, Lou Dort's not French, is he? He's Haitian. Haitians speak French. Right, that's why. So he could be, he could be Ratatouille. And plus, I think he is not only is he French, like Haitian, but I think he's also French Canadian. Is he not? He's not from Toronto. He's from. Is he Canadian? Yes. Yes. No, yes. But I think I think he's from the French part of Canada. Ooh. Mm. Quebecian. Who would Shay be? The other Canadian. Shay. I don't know. It's kind of difficult. Shay's a tough one. Who? How about how about um, I actually I don't even know if this is a Disney movie. What about the cool dog from uh, Milo and Otis? Is that the, what it's called? Milo and Otis. 
I'm trying to think of somebody cool. I'll put that under a show that I've never seen before. I that actually does sound familiar. I may be completely wrong on this, anyways. Do you guys know that you just pulled four letter names out of your head and just combined (laughs) them there? So there was a Disney movie, and I'm I really want to hold on, I'm gonna look it up, but there's this song. And I'm pretty sure it's a dog, but he's he it's sung by Billy Joel. It's like a Billy Joel cover. Um I'm trying to remember what movie it's from and what the character is, but that the the dog that sings it is uh is super cool. So that could maybe be Shay, but I have to find the might be exactly what I'm thinking of. I don't think it was called Milo and Otis, but let me I think I can find it. Do a quick Google search. Oliver and Company. Oliver Um, and Company is a great freaking movie. That dog from Oliver and Company. I think that's exactly what I'm thinking (laughs) of. You're talking about Why Should I Worry? Yeah, Why Should I Worry is a great song. (laughs) It's Billy Joel, though. It's Billy Joel. I don't think it is. It is. It is. I'm like, I I, I will bet you $1,100 million. (laughs) I have, I have like the entire. just got real. I have the entire <laughs> Billy Joel piano like list of songs in my bookshelf. I play them all oh, okay. the time. Why should I, I worry? It. I see it. I see it. Okay. I want $100,000 million. <laughs> I didn't take your bet. Okay. Care. I was I transferred transferred to my account. Yes, please. But that's been no that, take transfers that large. 100,000 million maybe. Uh, but the dog from Oliver and Company is like the coolest Disney character. That's that's who I was thinking of. Okay. Just got the movie wrong. He's gray, right? No, he's white. He's like a white. He's white with like a... He's white, but he's dirty. White, orange. he's homeless. Yeah, he's a homeless dog. Yeah, so that's why he's gray. He's white and orange. That's just, yeah. CP3. CP3. Dodger. CP3. CP3 has to be Yoda, right? Billy Joel voices. That's a good one. Dodger. So there you go. The whole time? Yeah. Oh, I thought he just did the song. Wow. Yeah, I like Yoda wow. for CP3. This has been your weekly Billy Joel update. Oh, Chris I could talk about Billy it. Joel for days. I love Billy Joel. Yeah, you don't have to. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> can if you want to. Yuck. <laughs> All right, that was our. That was a lot of Disney talk. Um, but Stephen Ad- Stephen Adams is goofy, right? Hmm. Uh, I don't know. No, he's King Triton. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. He does actually. Yeah, forgot about. I didn't. Is that a Disney movie? Oh, I guess it's Marvel. Yeah, Little, Little Mermaid. Mermaid. Yeah, Little Mermaid. Yeah, yeah. So I guess. Oh no, 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 no. Who Who's the Aquaman? I'm not thinking of. Yeah, I'm yeah, thinking he was of thinking the Aquaman. Yeah. Oh. He no. would also fit because no. he actually looks like him. But he's DC. Yes, ah. he's DC. Warner Brothers. Universal right. Studios, Orlando, Florida. Ooh. That's enough. That's enough of that. <laughs> All right, moving on. Uh, so I'm going to share my screen now because we've I've got uh, our list of – or I've got the bracket ready. So for those of you watching, because this is going to go up on our YouTube channel, by the way, subscribe to your YouTube channel, Thunder Digest. If you haven't, it's going to go up actually before the podcast so you can see it before everyone else does. But at this moment, I'm going to share the bracket that we will be discussing. So for those of you who actually, we haven't really talked about this on Twitter at all. So what we're going to do in honor of Father's Day, we decided to rank 
TV show dads. And so we compiled 64 dads from various TV shows. And we all, the three of, or four of us, excuse me, ranked them. Steve did an average of all the three, and this is how the bracket showed up. So we are going to vote in our personal opinions on these different first round picks, but we are also going to open this up to Twitter. Uh, and you guys can vote as well after we release this, this episode. So there's a lot, we've already been discussing this quite a bit, and there's a lot of controversial takes and picks based off of this uh, bracket you see here on the screen. Uh, I don't know if you guys have been anywhere particular to start, but I must say right off the bat that Jim McNulty as a nine seed is outrageous. We should do the playing games first, right? That's a good idea. So there are playing games. There's actually one, two, three, four, get four playing games. Um, one in each bracket. There's one in each bracket. Actually, that worked out really nicely. Wow. So, uh, so, so, so before we get started, I'm more worried about all the tabs you have open at the top. My gosh. <laughs> oh, gosh. I've been setting up. Um, oh my internet my would not word. be working right now. Yeah, if, if we get any lags in this recording, it's because it's those tabs. That's so I, was, <laughs> I was setting up. Um, what was I right doing? Right click, close all other tabs. That's fine. It'll work out. There's stuff <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't saved. So some of this stuff is. I'm, I'm, Is there anything embarrassing? Let's look closely. No, it's all teaching stuff. Tall and Billy Joel over here. Kyrie not, not safe for fast lane is the only thing I could see. Why do I feel like that Billy Joel tab was just open before we started recording? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I look up Billy Joel stuff all the time. But I, I was, I'm going to be a teacher next year, and so I have to sign up for all of these education sites. Hey, just, just for clarity, um, you mind minimizing your screen so it's your desktop real quick? No. Okay. <laughs> I haven't had time to change it. It's still Paul George. Uh, it's a really uh, high quality photo though, so it looks nice. All right, let's get on with it. All right. So we uh does anyone have the list for these playing games? I don't have it on hand on hand. I do. Okay. So let's start with uh, I think we should start with Game of Thrones because that has the most playing okay. characters. So who do we got on that list, Steve? Um, Dylan, who's who's on the list? Oh wow! Who's, you just said you had the list. Now I got name your best. You got the list, Steve. Dylan, Dylan, name your best Game of Thrones dads. All right, so we've got Ned, Tywin, Jamie. Oh, he got it pulled up. I was trying to. Oh. I was hoping you'd freeze. No. Dylan hasn't seen Game of Thrones. Everyone always prepared. What? I have not. Dylan has who? not seen what? Game of Thrones. Come no. On, dude. Okay, so you're you're so I'm the Harry Potter version of your Games of Thrones. It's a yeah, Game of Thrones virgin. Oh my goodness! It, it's, more so, like, it's more so. It's more so. I'm more Marvel. Chelsea's the Harry Potter. So yeah. I just feel yeah, like yeah, for you know, for like you, you, solid chunks of time, that must have been really inconvenient for you. Well, I didn't have HBO for one, so it wasn't like a huge inconvenience. But there no, are like yeah, I just mean like on every Twitter Sunday, or like yeah. in life. Like, how did you get? What by? did you What did you do on Sunday nights uh, when this was aired? When people were talking, yeah, well, not, yeah, what Twitter was <laughs> the anti Game of Thrones church. 
<laughs> no, I mean, I just, I didn't have HBO. Uh, I think when it really started to catch on as far as like Twitter, because I guess there was like a year long hiatus. I wasn't on Twitter. Like, you know, the, the first few seasons. I don't, Is that I don't, why? I only caught like the back end. Yeah. I only caught like the back end of it. <laughs> and like at that point, I mean, I was too far gone. I didn't have HBO. So I was just like, Hey, y'all enjoy, I guess. From what I, I heard, remember, everybody hated it. So <laughs> I remember like, I remember the Houston series with uh, Russell Westbrook. And I, I believe that was one of the last episodes of the season of that season or of the series. I don't, I don't know which one it was, but I had to literally mute every word I could think mm-hmm. of for game of Thrones from Twitter so that I would not get spoiler alerts about that. So I had to delete, you know, I had to mute everything on there. And, and so, yeah, I, 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 I remember I, you screenshotting that. Yes. It, it was, it was, uh, it, it was very nerve wracking. All right, so my vote, since I think we should just leave this up to the people that actually watched, my vote is Ned. Wow. But I think, <laughs> think Davos is a cool name, though. Davos, I don't da- like Davos. Davos. Davos, whatever Davos, okay. <laughs> I'm taking myself out now. <laughs> <laughs> Davos, Davos is definitely the 16 seed of this bracket because yeah, he, he didn't see his child <laughs> the entire run of the show. He was a very bad dad. In Why is he even in the running, Steve? And, and he, but he, because he, cause he was wanted, a surrogate father I just wanted to call else. him out. I just wanted to call him out. He was a surrogate father to somebody else, and yeah, it didn't. Win. Sure. It didn't end. The other dads. It it didn't end well for her. So. <laughs> so we can probably drop Stannis out too, right? Yes. Is like his, his fatherhood is a very peculiar. Uh, one well he was a good dad up until he was a very bad dad was he actually the dad of his child because wasn't yes well but like was oh yeah that's right that's right because i remember she like did this weird magic thing well she had a she had a shadow baby right so i was like is the baby from like a demon in her or but i do remember yeah oh that's true we we can't forget about his shadow child yeah yes so I think he's out as well. He's yeah, out. He is. definitely. I, I, I think Ned is uh, like number one for sure. I mean, he, he, I mean, he was only in like what the first three episodes, but gave his life. He was, he was in the fir- he was in the first season, the whole entire first season. Oh, I thought he died in like the first half of that season. Uh, but, I would but, like to submit Tywin was a great dad to two of his three children. Children. No, he was a horrible that third dad. One, Steve. He was a horrible dad. He was a legacy dad. Legacy dads are horrible. They're horrible for dad. Okay, he but bad. hear but hear me out. His children mm-hmm. became the queen of the seven kingdoms, the captain okay. of the king's guard, and the master of coin. We cannot That's pretty keep, good. We can't we cannot keep arguing a good dad based off of the successes of a child. That doesn't make any sense. But he's directly involved in those successes like he for his own his good up for his own good exactly it for was the not good for of the his, family which is him it was not for his uh, his children he just wanted to be powerful it was for his children and his children's children no it wasn't he he could give a rat's butthole about his children's children well, there's a reason there's a reason he died on the crapper yeah well he yeah. wasn't great to that third one it, hence, hence, not a good dad. Picking favorites. 
I, I still vote Ted over Tyler. I mean, hey, if you have three children. Ned, sorry. If you have three children, spoiler alert, one of them ends up killing you, and the other two sleep together with each other. They were That's very, a bad he, dad. That's a bad dad. That's a dad. His children were very close. Yikes. <laughs> uh, all right, Steve is a pro uh, incest. Confirmed. Yikes. <laughs> I'm just saying there was wow. a very tight-knit family there. Uh, yeah, that's one way of putting it, Steve. Oh, yeah. my God. That's not... I think, I, I think we're going to just move on because I think that argument <laughs> is no longer... Well, we got to have a vote. I vote Ned. I, I vote... Uh, yeah, I vote Ned. Either Ned or, or Maester Eamon, but I don't think Maester Eamon was in enough to count, so... Are you sticking with Quick Tyler? shout out Rhaegar for at least like protecting the birth of his child, even though at least for the rest of it. But yeah, it's it's Ned. We'll go with Ned. He All was right. a good dad, even if uh, he didn't last long. Yeah, you know, only one of them died. <laughs> only one. So, That's pretty good for Game of Thrones. Only one of them. Twenty-five yeah. percent right. death. Pretty good. Ned is Ned is officially the ten seed. He'll be facing Homer Simpson, the seven seed. He's a volume shooter. All right, let's move on to uh, our next one. I haven't seen this video or this TV show, so this will be among you all. Uh, this Is Us has a play-in. Mm. Oh. Steve, who are, the, who are the candidates? We got Randall Pearson and Jack Pearson. Just off names, I'm going to go with Jack. <laughs> has anybody else seen this show? I have uh, seen this show. So maybe it, not like so the latest season. Is Jack I've seen up through Milo's uh, Milo's yeah, Village to get Milo Yeah, right. yeah him too, right. and then Randall Sterling K. Brown. Yes, and Sterling Randall, Brown. for so, the record, is Jack's adopted child. Yes. No, really. Yes. <laughs> True story. I mean, I, I I haven't, so I can't claim to have seen this show enough to necessarily know. Um. You know, my, my sister's really into this show, and like every time they have an episode, she puts out on Twitter that she's crying or whatever. Um, mm -hmm. I, Very sad show. Mm -hmm. Sounds yes, about right. Yeah. So apparently, so so I'm gonna probably have to go with the with the archetype, and I'm gonna go with the Milo's Ventiliglamo. Jack Pearson. Okay. Yeah, here we go. Jack Pearson. But just for a little more background, they were having triplets and one of them didn't make it. Yep. And then he just went to the baby aisle and like picked okay. the black baby. Okay, that's not well, how okay. It well then <laughs> okay. triplet. Well then I'll go yeah. with He was Sterling like, K. I can I can fix this. I'll get a replacement. <laughs> Wait, wait, I have a solution. Wow, please don't tell me that's really what happened. No, the black baby's that, dad that's couldn't exactly care what for happened. Him. He dropped the, him off at the fire exactly station. What the happened. fireman brought him into the hospital. They have a department didn't for have nobody him. He was like, him. we'll take him. And he said, we'll adopt him. <laughs> he just went I mean, was, to the, he went to was the DHS, triplet out department. Was DHS not involved? DHS was nowhere to be found. No, okay. and we they could not afford. They could not afford three children. They, it was a big plot point that they were worried about struggle. their finances. So he, triple the cost. So he was a firefighter. Anyways, didn't no, he die he in a fire? He, he died, died in a fire. He died in a he fire. Fought, he fought going fire, back he for the dog. Going back for the dog for He's his. Going daughter. back for the he dog. Fought, he did oh, fight. It's not a good dad move. That no, that that wins it for me. If you he go died, back to the dog, hey, a dog you can be a dog dad. Should never go back for the dog. 
He actually survived enough to get to the hospital, and then his wife went to go get something from the vending machine. And when she was going to the vending machine, he flatlined. Fatherless. So okay, so so did did okay. I have to I have to get I have to get this information. Did he go back for the dog because the kids were like, "Daddy, the dog," or did he go back for the dog because he's like, "That's my best friend." No, his daughter was hysterical. There we go. Okay, that okay that wins it for me. I'm going Jack Pearson too. I, I think I, I think support. Jack Jack might be one of the best dads in my team. However, history. Randall did crack. move a crackhead into his home. Yikes. That did happen. She rehabilitated it, it her. It was his dad. It was his dad. Oh, you're talking about his dad. <laughs> yeah, my oh, bad. Wow. Deja was a crackhead. All right, Alex and Steve. Oh my god. Dylan thought the little girl was a crackhead. No, I, for, I forgot. Um, I'm sorry. I'm gonna go. Okay, I'm gonna go with Randall because I don't support going mm. back for the dog at the risk of leaving your children fatherless. It's up to yeah. Alex now. That's, that's my vote. I'm, I'm going with Jack. Jack for that too. He's mad about it, but yeah, I'm, I'm going with Jack. I think Jack's a Jack's a great dad. He had a short Jacks, but he made up for him. The Jacks have it. All right, Jack is a number two seed. Maybe shopping. Rick Grimes. <laughs> All right, I added this one as a play-in because we didn't have a definitive answer. Uh, the Chappelle Show. Yes. Uh, what, I, dad so is, what, what dad is on, my, the, on the Chappelle Show? My selection, and I actually have this person ranked pretty high, is um, the father of the baby on the corner. I don't know this one, so. Is that an IMDb description? Yeah, what is his actual name? The baby okay. on the corner. We can't put that in the little thing it's too much space. there's a baby on the corner and he has a father <sighs> right so baby dad that's very yeah. non-descriptive literally baby all daddy. dads that's are baby dads. and that kid okay. was raised right that kid was a hustler he was out there getting money great gonna, initiative shown by that kid put, i think i think he must have been raised correctly it's gonna put baby dad for the Chappelle show because that's the only entry we is have. that it that's the only in i don't know i don't have any other ideas Goofy from Goof Troops a better choice than that, I just gotta say. Goofy's a, a 16 seed is probably gonna lose first round. Hey. All right. With last that kind of attitude. Oh no, actually, sorry, we have two more. I no, yeah, what he is. <laughs> uh, Modern Family. So Modern Family, I believe the se- the selections are Jay, Phil, Cam, uh, and Mitchell. Unless I'm forgetting one. Mm. Hmm. I lean to I Phil. Guess, uh, I guess Manny's dad, who shows up every couple episodes. <laughs> yeah, it's not, it's not, <laughs> not a good Benj- Benjamin Bratt? Is that, is that yeah. who? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, I, 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 think, I think I'll go with um, Al Bundy on this one. I just, I just feel like he's grown throughout the, throughout the show. And so that shows great um, Wait, who, growth. Which one is Al Bundy? Al Bundy is a uh, Jay. Jay. Okay. Yeah, okay. Jay. Okay. I didn't know that was his character. He's either. actually one of there are a couple um actors who make more than one appearance. Multiple, yeah. In this bracket. He is one of them. So yeah, I was actually gonna mention that. Uh Marty Bluth or Michael Bluth and Marty Bird are like right next to each other. So if both of them yep. win, that's gonna be an interesting yep. case. That's another one. Um I I also kinda like Jay because uh, and the thing that turned it for me is that he, um, the moment he accepted his his son's marriage, yeah. 
was a very big moment for him. He's a boomer. He's a boomer and he's accepting something that's very hard for him to accept. Huge. I I think that's kind of goat goat dad stuff. Goat dad. And he's a number three seed. At do, so, do we all agree with Jay, or do we have any uh, different? Phil, I get. I just got to shout out Philosophies. Phil's Philosophies is a great. He's a great dad as well. Like you can't go yes. wrong with either one. It's too can, bad. Can 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 I can I make a suggestion? Yes. Like I feel like Jay and Phil are great fathers on their own without being on the same show. And so, can can one of them replace Baby on the Corner's dad? <laughs> I mean, I'm for that because I don't even know what this sh- this character is. So, so which which one is going to be the three seed from Modern Family, and then which is going to replace the twelve seed Chappelle show? We'll put Phil as the twelve since we said J one. All right. So Phil from Modern Family. Also, um, Cam and Mitchell are are undoubtedly good parents, but yeah. I just hate their daughter. That 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 really that so. really looks like it says Phil MFR. Modern Family. <laughs> well, hey, and that's how all these dads got here. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Great point, Steve. It's a great Ew. point. <laughs> all right, last play, and then we'll go uh, quickly through these matchups. We have a lot to cover. Uh, so, Parenthood is another one I have not seen. So I'll leave that to you all. Same. Is it is Dylan? Are you the only one who's seen this? Yeah, I guess one? so, man. All right, who do yep. you pick? Go ahead, Dylan. This is your department. All right, well, let me describe them, and then you guys can pick one. That's I'm okay, not gonna. This is good. Okay, so Adam Braverman has a daughter. I can't remember her name. Has a son though, and his son is going through Aspergers, and he doesn't have a great relationship with his son. So throughout the show, he starts to build a relationship with his son. Starts to um find uh interests that are common with him so you know he can connect to his son joel has a little girl and you know he's like a typical girl dad and then all of a sudden uh he adopts a hispanic boy who's like a teenager i think he's older than the girl and it kind of throws a little wrench in their family but um basically he becomes a, a, a male role model to the boy and um you know has to try to find the balance between being a boy dad and a girl dad all while going through a divorce but yeah i mean all in all they're both great dads you know they uh they both love their kids and uh always have their best interests at heart okay good night buddy love you Um, speaking of dads yeah speaking of boy dads speaking of boy dads got nothing i'll go um um, asperger dad i think i say asperger dad i'll I'll say hispanic boy dad just for the sake of for the people all right adam braverman moves on adam braverman (laughs) chelsea wakes up to say boo (laughs) how do you spell that is it as it sounds braver yes man braver man man who's braver man who's brave right er Er, er, er. Why is it not letting me type? There you go. Oops. Adam Braver. Er, Braverman. All right. So now it is time to vote the first round, the dad bracket. We're going to start with the 116 seeds. You should go by pretty quickly. Uh, first up, we have Uncle Phil as a number one seed. 
and Goofy as a 16 seed. I mean, I got – I mean, I'm pretty sure everybody's got Uncle Phil, but – I'm really like, sad Goofy's 16 seed. Exactly, man. Like, like I would have thought he'd be a higher seed. Like, Goofy, he's, he's the only one out of all the Disney characters that's had a relationship with somebody else because he had a child. Nobody else – like, what's, what's, the, what's the baby Mickey Mouse called? Nothing, because there is none. Yep. Wow. Like, he's the only one – yeah, like – I can't believe Goofy's a 16 seed, but I I will go with Uncle Phil. Yeah, well, Uncle Phil. Man, Goofy, Mickey Goofy. and Minnie must have been very careful. Yeah, very. They had no children all those years. They've been around for like what two, like 150 years now. They're like Seriously. Terrence Ferguson out there on the court, no shots. Um, oh. <laughs> wow, shots fired. Uh, yeah. Pew, pew, pew. I think I think Goofy got kind of screwed over because we forgot to pick him, and so yeah. we just put him at the six. He was one of the late additions, and he just kind of got dropped yeah. at the bottom. So you know, so points the breaks. I, I, that's that's at, on him at, for not being more memorable, I guess. True. At least he's in the tournament. He made it. He's not in the NIT. Yeah. You don't see Mickey or Donald up there. Oh, I so. just got the uh, the this the you know the scene where Will Smith's dad doesn't show up. We've all seen it a hundred times. That's right? a great episode. Yes. The hug that Uncle Phil gives him at the end of that scene is like all you need to know about yeah. his dadhood. Why don't he love that's, me, man? That's the goat. Why don't he love me? That's a goat dad moment. Goat dad moment. Yes. Carlton they, turned out pretty good too, I guess. Eh. So did Ashley. I don't know too much about her. Eh. She turned out all right. Jamie right. said it best. First thing first, rest in peace, Uncle Phil. Also, he handled his wife spontaneously turning into a different woman pretty well. <laughs> and a, in a different shade of color, too. He had, yeah. She had an aggressive plastic surgery. Took it very in stride. <laughs> he was very cool about it. And he, did, he, did a, he did a great job fighting, you know, fighting off four. He did a great job at that also. Mm-hmm. All right, he, let's he, move on. He's a voice of Shredder. Let's move on to our 8-9 seed. This is oh. one I don't have any say in because I don't know either one. Uh, we You've got, never seen South Park? Oh, uh, I guess I've seen South Park, but I haven't seen okay. it enough. That would have been shocking. Uh, have you seen South Park? I've seen bits and pieces of South Park. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> so Randy Marsh, Marsh from South Park is one of the is the eight seed and then nine is the one i've never yeah, I, seen i don't know these enough either is logan roy mm, okay so, so logan roy is the head of a multi-billion dollar corporation that he built and the show is called succession and it's about his children trying to succeed mm. legacy legacy dad legacy dad yeah totally um i like logan is the better dad just because people. the south park dad i feel like had some uh, quite a few shenanigans that weren't very dad well he teaches his children integrity so that's good that's a good thing um but they also cuss a lot so i feel like that's, a lot. that's not a good it's true it's <laughs> kind true. of it's kind of representative of the the values you teach as a father mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so i kind of vote logan based off your description Okay. Yeah, yeah I can go. I can get down for Logan. Now, to be clear, he's a gigantic dick to his children. So there's mm. that. Um, and they all hate him. 
but well, well dang but they're all very professional <laughs> well adjusted no wait not well adjusted but they they you know have good lives and money so. like well Roland this goes, this falls back to the argument to this say, falls, oh by the way he sucks <laughs> this falls back to the argument that we can't use the children's success to validate a good dad i i don't agree right does anyone vote randy marsh who's randy marsh the the south dad, park dad from south park which is one's he? his kid stan's stan's dad yeah all those kids are juvenile delinquents. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going with logan roy I'm going logan, logan. on multiple also occasions they have changed the world they true, have. very true, true. But I think we're just going to go with Logan Roy. Oops. Let's just go Uncle Phil. Uncle yeah, Phil. Uncle twice. Phil twice. <laughs> That's fair. I didn't copy over. Let's see. There we go. All right. 512. Michael Bluth is the five seed from Arrested Development. And then Julius from Everybody Hates Chris. That's a show I have not seen. So I am by default going to choose Marty Bur- uh, Michael Bluth. Party Bird. <laughs> I said they're the same person. <laughs> yeah, I know the other one of the other people who makes multiple appearances is Jason um, Bateman. Michael or Brian Cranston. He does. He does. Yes. But Jason Bateman might very well have a match above himself in the next round. Yeah, he might. I, I yeah, I'm gonna sit this one out. I've seen bits and pieces of Arrested Development, and none of everybody oh, hates Chris. I'm, is it is is it uh, is everybody hates Chris a spinoff of Everybody Loves Raymond? No, be very no, safe. it's Chris. It's Chris, uh, Chris rocks. Chris Rock. Uh, uh, loosely, loose, loosely bla- okay. based off of his childhood. Well, yeah. kids, got, Everyone, yeah, okay. the, got a the writers of Everybody Loves Raymond are just like, guys, we're gonna do a one eighty. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen it either. So, thusly, I'm. Alex, you seen Everybody Hates Chris? I have not. Oh wow, man! So he All might right. get voted out just by non. non- <laughs> yeah. I feel like that's gonna happen. I haven't seen nothing y'all seen. Y'all haven't seen nothing I've seen. It's a problem. But so what makes this podcast work is that we're very diverse. Diverse, yeah. yes, diverse Not, in many ways. All right. Well, Julius is played by Terry Crews. Um, you know, he's a really hardworking dad. He makes sure there's food on the table, but he's also a tightwad. He doesn't want any unnecessary spending to happen. He teaches the kids the value of a dollar, you know, how to be an upstanding citizen in society. So, and then, you know, you just got Chris Rock in the background narrating everything. So that's fun. Okay. Two points. One, he must spend way too much time working out to actually be a present father. <laughs> absolutely agree with that statement. No way. He is in the gym six hours a day. Way too much muscle. Point two, I really want to see this marty bird michael bluth matchup so i'm yes. just gonna vote for yeah. Bluth. That's like I'm, I, I'm going julius i like the description Whoa. Of julius. Like, like it sounds like somebody that is a good father but he's never there he's not he cannot possibly unless his children are in the gym with him Listen, oh I'm my never, gosh. I, hold on hold on hold on so so <laughs> michael bluth loves his child hold on so personal experience comes to mind because I work two jobs and I'm hardly ever home whenever, you know, it's normal life. And so I'm still a good father, I think. But that's different than no, that's working out. not the same as just You're having good biceps, You're getting food on man. the table for your children and he's just <laughs> getting his own gains. 
Yeah, he just wants to look good. He just wants to look good for himself. Maybe he's just naturally, naturally actor. Maybe he's just naturally strong. <laughs> it matters, Dylan. How did he get those muscles, Dylan? Yeah. Oh, Jesus. That's on, the, that's, on the, that's on the person who cast him. He should not have cast a very buff. What, what was his character. job? Like, is he like moving he like stuff? double factory jobs. Look at that. Mm. There's, that's, okay, then Things there's no chance. Things are automated these days. Yeah. Think about, These days, this is back when Chris Rock was a kid. You know how old Chris Rock is now? He might be moving tires. Moving tires. That's what. It, <laughs> hey, all I'm hearing is we got a tie, and what we said beforehand. I'd like to was call a tire a tie. mover, please. <laughs> is there a tire mover around? I need a tire mover. Hey, hey, I live a lot in Oklahoma. We have Goodyear here. There's a ton of tire movers here. Tire mover. And they all, they all, they all look like Terry Crews. Hmm. I'm going. Mar- I'm going. Michael Blue. All, all I know that is Very that there's a tie, and we're we said deprived. in the beginning that if uh, there was a tie, yeah, the way we're seeing moves on. Being deprived of a great matchup. And the twelve five upset always happens. Never. No, always <laughs> happens. The lower seed is like lower numerical value. No. 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 Oh. Now no. we're changing the rules. I'm actually sure that's what it was. I'm pretty sure that's no. what we agreed on. That's not what he said. He said lower seed. Fine, whatever. Yeah. Dude, I... Okay, it's we have to... I'm disappointed. Okay, the people that picked Julius, there's no... Like, I don't even know who Julius is. Michael Bluth, have you seen Arrested Development, dude? I have not. See, okay, then, then you can't vote either. on this, man. Well, they, like, it just honestly me? looks Nobody, inconvenient no. to be that muscular. <laughs> Nobody Michael, sold me. Nobody Mike, sold me. Well, because I thought you had seen it. So Michael Bluth. I'm not. Michael Bluth is a hardworking father that just wants his son to have a normal life. And he spends all his time trying to help not, him. With not school. in the gym. He's not in the gym. He's a very right. average looking person. Jason Bateman's the most average looking actor I've ever seen. He, he's constantly trying to fix fix family issues that pertain to his son really holding the whole family together multiple generations he holds the family together for like the whole family like for general like from his son up to his his great his grandmother like you sold me move on hold on hold on on. i do i do have a i have have one more thing to say to alex since he's our swing vote okay oh here we go all right julius is not just the father to chris rock he's the father to two other children too so on top is, of being a hardworking is, dad, is Michael Blue? Do you see, do you see how neglected just, they must be that it took uh, that children, long to mention the other three children? Children, two jobs, and hours in the gym. <laughs> hours. No hey, I'm going with I'm going with Julius. That's what I'm talking about, baby. <laughs> Let's go, Alex. This is an outrage. <laughs> so stupid. All right, Julius. <laughs> advances so mad. <laughs> like can he can he even wipe his butt you know like the, no. the muscles are too big not but a chance can't. someone butt wipes he, him he can <laughs> but he, but he can't brush his teeth not he's not a comfortable nap place for his children it's too bumpy and rigid never fall asleep as a child all right, we got we got one. I do know both characters. We got the four thirteen matchup: Marty Bird, number four, and the number thirteen Ross from Friends. Uh, I think I I hate Ross and Friends, and I think Marty Bird 
is very similar to Walter White in that he's just trying to make a living for his family and got in a very precarious situation. But he did uh, it on purpose, though. It's a little bit different. He No, he, he didn't took, have a choice. He, but he was a career criminal already. His what? wife kind of pushed him into it, too. Though. Yeah, That's what he, I was going to say, came too. The wife, as the wife was a money the instigator. Launderer. The wife he, was the instigator. He came there as a money launderer. No, but he had a job. He had a normal job before that. And then he got, like, basically... I'm pretty sure he was him. always laundering money. In this latest season, they said... The FBI but, said they've been chasing him for, like, 15 years. I don't... What? I thought he was, like, doing... I mean, it was, like, legal what he was doing before he left. Props for staying, though, after the affair, I guess. Yeah. For the kids. But also, I want to make the point that after season two... They could have, like, stopped, and he wanted to stop this drug dealing business. It's windy. It's true. Windy pushed him back into it. So I think that's something we need to do. But do you really think they could have got away? Yeah. Dude, Jason, Marty Bird is, like, one of the most uh, sneaky, intelligent people in that TV show. He's very deliberate and um, calculated. And he is very... He's been very open with his children lately. Right. He's he's got a very nice relationship with both his son and daughter. They understand the situation. And Ross, first of all, who is Ross's kid? Okay. RJ. He he is he is present. It's been. He he is present in his child's life, even though the family is broken up. But it's not his fault that his ex-wife became a lesbian. It's not his fault. I feel like it kind of is. You should probably be able to smell happens, that out. Happens to the happens to the best of us. I don't think it does. <laughs> I think that's something you probably need well, to get it. You need to figure that out before you get that far in a relationship. Uh, I'm going Marty Bird. I'm going Marty Bird. I also go Marty Bird. Marty Ross Bird is very annoying. No crap. He's so that's annoying. True. I hate him. All right. One of the Jason Bateman characters makes it. Oh, why is it not copy and paste the first time? That's so weird. All right, next up, we got a 6-11 matchup. Tiny. Yeah, they're kind of tiny because they're long names. Uh, number six is Floyd Henderson. You got um, Julius against Julius again, too. Okay, I'll fix it later. See? See, you got what you wanted, see? <laughs> no, I didn't. The same person against no each other. Batemans. Zero Batemans. Julius versus Cheeseburger Eddie. <laughs> No. All right. We got Floyd Henderson of uh, Smart, Smart Guy. Guy. I haven't seen this show. And then we've got mm. the Kardashian representing OJ in The People versus OJ. I don't know Floyd Henderson, but I know he didn't uh, help a murderer in a court of law. Ergo, I pick him. I'm going with Robert Kardashian. Oh. Only why? reason why is because the family has been a crap show since he's left the earth. That's, that's, I think that's one of the defining characteristics of a good father. Mm. Is so you're that saying your children he was keeping them under control. Yes, they lose their direction once the father leaves. So was he dead prior to Kardashian's whoopsie doopsie with the video? video? Yes, he was. All right, I can get on board with that. Okay, so I do think the success of the children reflects well on the parents, and they are all millionaires. However, 
And he fell Floyd into Anderson it, is like one of the greatest dads in TV history. Um, so he was hurt by not many people having seen Smart Guy, I suppose. His uh, child is a genius. His, his oldest son also went to college. This is a black family. They had an awesome house. It was, they ate breakfast together every day, every single day. I think there was actually an episode centered around one of the kids not wanting to eat breakfast anymore. He handled that very well. And it uh, just was always a great dad. Um, I got to go Floyd Henderson. Just perfect father. Taj Mowry in that show, right? Taj Mowry. That's correct. Yeah. He's a smart guy. Do, 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 do. Thank you, Dolan. Good one. Right. It's a good song. All right. I'm going to go with Floyd now. Floyd. Alex went with me, so I got to go with Alex, man. I'm going with the uh, Kardashians. <laughs> <are> forming. <laughs> We're letting a murder lawyer go through. Alex made a great point that, you know, it. Uh, but he still, it still doesn't take away the fact that he, he didn't know. He doesn't, he didn't know any better. He's just trying I to help he his did. friend. I think I being a good friend is, an, is another was, attribute of being a good father. He was, he was doing his job. Yeah. Could have easily backed out if he thought he was a murderer. And he I'm wasn't even sure like the did. main legal counsel. Like he was just mainly there for moral support. Plus, right. plus he had great. He has great hair. He has like that streak of white in there, and it still looks good. Like yeah, we're gonna pick him because of his hair. All right. Yes. Looking like Pepe Le Pew up there. Exactly. All right. All right. All right. All right. Uh, we've got three more that we'll do today and then we'll finish the rest in another episode we just we were we've been arguing far too long over these all right i don't know either one of these uh the first is the number three seed oh i know the first one andy taylor from the andy griffith show and then paul who is paul which is this from oh breeders breeders it's a good show i haven't seen this breeders? nobody else has seen that one has anyone seen Breeders? Yeah, it's, uh, it's Martin Freeman. Oh, the really? Hobbit. I like Martin Freeman. It's a, it's good, it's He's good. the guy from the, yeah. from the Hobbit, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I might go with Paul um, then. Pretty good, pretty good dad. Pretty All good right. dad. Martin he Freeman yells at them like sometimes. But, um, you know, overall, Who's not whistling? bad. I, I think Andy Taylor, though, is <laughs> like, kind of uh, dad um, royalty. He's like one of the classic dads. Isn't is yes. Martin Fre- isn't Martin Freeman the uh, CIA or the FBI agent on uh, Black Panther? Yes. Yes. He plays he also, uh, Everett Ross. Everett Ross. There He's also go. Watson and Sherlock. Yes. Love that show. Yeah. A great show. Good guy. Good guy. Pretty good dad. But Ooh, Andy Taylor is, is just I'm, tough yeah, competition. I'm, I'm going with Andy Taylor. Got to go, Andy Taylor. Absolutely. All right. Oh, you got your Andy Taylor. I mean, he All named right. his kid Opie for crying out loud. I just, I just haven't seen enough of that show to really give a good point. I'm going to fix this copy and paste issue later. Uh, all right. Now the 7-6, seven, 7-10 seven, matchup. We got Ray Barone from Everybody Loves Raymond and Don Draper from Mad Men. I haven't seen enough Mad Men. Can I just point out an side. odd thing that I never really noticed? Why are there all these shows named after the actor who's in them? And then they have their, and then different they have different name. names in the show, like the Andy Griffith show. And then he's Andy Taylor. Yeah. Everybody loves Raymond. His name's Ray Romano, but so in they the don't, show he's Ray Barone. So they don't break the fourth wall. Cosby so. show. This is weird. 
It's not to break the it's called the ball. Cosby <laughs> Show, but his last name's Huxtable. Why? His, and his first name isn't even Bill. It's Cliff. Cliff. Why is it the Why is it the Huxtable Show? It's, I don't know, dude. That's a mouthful. Cliff. Cliff Huxtable. True. We'll get to him in another episode. He's he's on this list. Um, but I don't know. That's a good question. Like I haven't seen Mad Men. I have seen Everybody Loves Raymond. Um, so I'll go with Ray Barone. Uh, my understanding, Don, Don Draper is a terrible father. Yeah, I was going to say Mad Men seems to be all about like business and nothing about personal life. Therefore, uh, he, he cheats on his wife a lot. Okay, and yeah, oh, Ray. Children. Pretty sure Ray never did that. Is Don Draper, John Hamm. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Not the John Hamm, but the John Hamm. Not yeah, the John, yeah, yeah. not our John Hamm, the other John dude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I'll go I'll go Ray Brown too. I never watched the show, but I liked Ray Romano and Welcome to Mooseport. All right. Last one of the day. We're gonna have to go faster next time because this is gonna take so long. We do one. Hey, we got plenty time. of time until basketball starts, but that's true. July thirty first. We'll just keep this going. Um two fi- two fifteen matchup. Uh Jack from This Is Us, who just voted in in our play in seating, facing off against Rick Grimes. Mm. I think I think I have given Jack enough leeway as it is. Uh, I'm oh. I'm putting in my vote for Rick Grimes. Ooh. How are Rick How are Rick Grimes's kids doing? Can we get a? Uh, so one of them count? got bit by a zombie, okay. and the other one then, is the most badass ten year old out there in the zombie apocalypse. So the zombie bite and RJ, a knock. and we and we we still don't Wait. know about RJ, but RJ is still alive. That's good. Wait. I thought, don't you become a zombie if wait. you get bit by one? Okay, so no, okay, well, I know where you're going with this. I know where you're going with this. He raised her. Okay. He may she she may not be his. All right. But he raised her. Okay. It's like well, the that counts. Thing. I think we're we're very pro adoptive children. Yeah, except yes. that you just pick them up like yes. off the rack. And these are two adoptive fathers. As babies come. These are two adoptive. Like so, we got two adoptive children. Yes. We got two adoptive fathers here. Um. Ooh. One of them father off by necessity. The other, I don't know. By necessity. Kicks, I guess he was just like, <laughs> we got a gap I need to fill here. Oh in the lineup. my God. And see, that's messed up. See, <laughs> it's not messed up. He's giving him a better life than having to go through the, the friggin' orphanage and foster care system. Like, come on, man. Do we, do we knock Rick Grimes for not being able to correctly pronounce his son's name? Coral. That points against. Coral. No, that's not. I think that is. No, it's pretty not. Big fu- um, it's pretty just, big by the time Coral died, he was what one-eyed and one-armed, <laughs> and half, then half was forced to take his own life. Do I have that correct? <laughs> okay. No. 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 Not no, great. No, He's no, making he, some compelling no. arguments. No. For no. 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 He. No. 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 So Carl did Coral. that carl died because he was trying to emulate his father he's trying to emulate the morals and the characteristics of his father in helping right. a person who was in need out in the process right. he got bit so yes that did happen but he was trying to do what his dad was doing which is to save everybody and to go ahead and kind of have good yeah. relationships among the humans and maybe if he had had, you know, 
all his limbs and eyes, he would have been able to pull it off. Fully limbed. Better. Yeah. <laughs> he had all his limbs. What are you talking about? Didn't he? Wasn't he missing an arm? No, he was not. Fake news. Wow. I think he was missing an arm. He was not. I think you're thinking about okay. Herschel. Herschel was missing a leg. I think we're going to need a, a final limb count on Coral to really <laughs> make this decision. Yeah, that is swaying my vote at the moment. Uh, I just want to <laughs> say all three of Jack's children have all their limbs. What did you say <laughs> no, one of them is except, dead. Well, except, yeah. No, one of them is dead. Alive. Yeah. All the no, kids are alive. Not the bio, it. not the biological one. Huh? Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. I get what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, Carl, Carl is down an arm. Is he down an arm? No, he was down not. A, down a hand, which is the important part. Not in the show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not yeah. in the show. 2017. Lost it in 2017. What? I don't remember that. Just, I'm Google searching Carl Grimes one arm. But you're lying. Does Anybody can put anything on here? After the traumatizing deaths of Glenn oh, and Rick Abe. Cuts, Rick cut his arm off. Oh, oh. that's even worse. See, that's look, he good. had... I'm with Jack. Final answer, Jack. It's got to be answer. Jack. No, answer, Rick runs. Rick runs. Alex, let me ask you this. Have you, have, Alex, have you at any point in your life with your children had to cut off their arm? Have I had to? No. But if Are I had you, to, would, would you I? say you were a good father? What? If I had to and it meant them surviving, then yes, I would. I don't think you should let them be in that situation. I feel like that's bad fatherhood if you do let them get into a position where they need to be cut off. Where it's necessary for you to I chop mean, your hey, child's arm off. Hey, you probably my, did something so, wrong along very, the way. Something went wildly askew. Some of my kids completely hate me whenever I have to tell them to put their mask on when we go out. So I'm that dad. So if, if I have to chop their arm off because they got bit by something and it's going to go travel to the rest of their body, then you know what? I got to do that. I feel like modern medicine can fix that. But I think it can too, but in the zombie apocalypse, I wouldn't it know. I'm going with Jack. Jack Hands down. Fine. Hands but it, down. It, but <laughs> fine, but the game went to double overtime. All right, Alex and made Jack, his case. And Jack won on a, on a three-pointer at, at the buzzer. So Jack just barely gets by. You lost to two. a dead guy, Rick. He just stole a black baby from the hospital. <laughs> stole it. <laughs> I don't know how he stole a black baby. And he, went back, and he went back into the house and left his children fatherless. For a oh dog. my gosh! For a you dog. voted him. <laughs> you voted, yeah. What well, the hell, look, Alex? It's about it's about who he was up against, but like <laughs> I, he's gonna have a hard time getting past Ray Ray, whatever his last Barone. name is on the show. Ray Barone. Yeah. Barone. Rabone. That's what it said on the Excel sheet, so I put it in. Ray Rabone. So whenever we do the second round, we're gonna have Uncle Phil versus Leroy. Uh, Leroy. Logan Leroy. Leroy. <laughs> Leroy Jenkins. We're going to have Julius, who I still feel is mis inappropriately added to the second round against Marty Bird. Uh, we've got Robert Kardashian against Andy Taylor. And then Ray Barone versus Jack from This Is Us. But next week or whenever, or next episode, we're going to do the next round of the first round contestants, including Jim Hopper as the number one seed in our Game of Thrones 
playing. Got so a lot of stuff week, to look forward to. This week we can tweet out the first round of that region of the bracket and yeah. let the people on Twitter vote for who they think I'm should make it to the next round. I'm telling you. Yeah. The will vote right. <laughs> we'll see. That's all I'm saying, damn it. All right. Any final thoughts on uh, words of uh, opinion, concern? Uh, I just want to say Dolan's hands down oh, comment I, oh. was the best mic drop from the whole episode. <laughs> <laughs> Agreed. Uh, it disarmed you, didn't it? <laughs> How long have you been holding on to that one? Hey, hands are tied behind your back. Uh. <laughs> It's only take appropriate me. to end the first episode of the dad bracket with dad jokes. Oh, take, my, take my strong hand. You've been strong armed. All right. Um, basketball will be back soon. Hopefully. But now we're going to talk about dads. And in honor of Father's Day. Like, in honor of Father's Day, which is next now. week. So. Yeah. We're going to probably do this way past Father's Day at this rate. My first one. I qualify. Hey, congrats. Dylan, Welcome to the congrats. club. Dolan's first dad holiday. Shout out his, his daughter, Ray, for her co- or non-comments, I should say. Um, and the silence was loud. The silence was loud. Speaks volumes. Hopefully, we'll figure that out. But, uh, Ray, do you have it? any comments at this time? Oh, let's ask Ray. Ray. Mm, yes. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's deep. It's deep. Still nothing to be said. Interesting. You'll have to work on that, Dolan. Wait, we're getting more words from Ray. Hold on. She's just biting it. Okay. okay. She's just biting the microphone. You could think of that <laughs> as a metaphorical uh, statement. Right. Yeah. So we'll leave it at symbolic. that. Symbolic. Very symbolic. All right. Uh, so just, you know, be sure to wash your hands for the coronavirus. Um, don't forget to hoop when you can. Wear your mask. Wear your mask. And as always. Stop hating Shay Gilgis Alexander. Shut up. <laughs> Thunder up. Thunder up. Thunder up. Thunder up. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.